Hi everyone, Mario Selenas here with Storytime. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. I don't remember the exact quote. It was a text and it went something like this. No, it was the whole amount, everything that came in. I was actually on a stage seated in a throne-like chair in a church surrounded by the pastor, the associate pastor, ministers, a good friend of mine who lived in my home at the time, and the speaker, who was a very dear friend of mine, who had come to our church to minister for the whole weekend, and he came with his pastor, a man to whom he owed his life, a man of whom he spoke the most highly he spoke of anyone, and a man who had ministered in our church that very morning. My friend's pastor ministered in our church that morning. And it was a phenomenal day. We had two services at the time. And it was one of the most significant meetings we ever had because of what was brought by this man of God to us and what was delivered that morning and what reconciliation it brought to us. He brought a word that was the word for the day. It was a healing word. It was a powerful word. And after this message, all of us who knew how important that message was to us, uh, when we received the offering for him at the end of his uh, second service message, we, um, we gave generously. In fact, a gold coin, a gold Krugerrand, a one ounce gold coin had been given to the church uh, years earlier and I had saved it for such a time as this that I would sew it into or trade it into someone who would bring something that would be transformational for us. And that day, <clears throat> this man, this pastor of my friend who had ministered all weekend and <clears throat> who was ministering that Sunday morning, I felt was worth the gold coin. So we gave him the gold coin <clears throat> and we gave him the offering. And the offering was very significant. It was, um, it was a very large amount. I gave him the check uh, that afternoon. In fact, I called him and told him the amount because uh, the, the bookkeeper, the man that was serving another good friend uh, who was a, a retired nuclear um, uh, person from the nuclear industry <clears throat> and was serving, uh, he's probably listening to this right now. He knows exactly who he is and was serving as an interim bookkeeper for us. He had written the check and we presented it to the to this man of God. I called him earlier and told him how much the, how much the offering was for him. And and he told me he cried and he called his wife and they cried together. And he said to me before that evening's meeting, before we were all sitting on the platform and before all of the festivities of that night in a different church were taking place. This man of God who had ministered in our church that morning and had received this big offering we gave him told me in 30 years of ministry had never been honored this way to be given that significant of an offering and a gold coin. And I was grateful. I was touched. We always took care of everybody that came through. Honor was very important to us. Still is. And as I'm sitting on the stage, I had this crazy thought. It was sacrilegious, I admit it. It wasn't the most pious thing to do. But I had this thought, what if there was a mistake, 
a misunderstanding. And the offering that came in, which was so large, was not the offering that we received for the speaker after the morning service. But what if by mistake, it was the entire day's offering, including the tithes that people gave every week and the offerings that people brought every week. And it included missions and it included our budget for the week and it included payroll and everything else that we put the monies that come in on Sunday towards and the building fund and other things that we were giving to at the time. And I just had this crazy thought. It was a bug. It was, it was, um, it was unthinkable. And with fear and trembling, I wrote a text to my friend who was retired from the nuclear industry and was serving as the interim bookkeeper. And I said, bro, that amount, are you sure it was what came in for the speaker after the second service? And he wrote back, and I don't remember the exact words. It was a text and it went like this. No, it was the whole amount, everything that came in. I don't know if any pastors are listening to this, but if there are leaders of churches or organizations listening to this, you know what a disaster that was that week for this pastor at that time. Because we had just committed through a check that we handed to the man who cried and called his wife and cried together. The largest offering of his life which it was actually not the offering that came in for him, but was the entire offering for the whole week for the whole house. And it was a big one. It was one of the biggest ones we ever had as a house, plus his, which was significant in and of itself. He would have probably cried just with that one. But now we gave him that offering plus the whole house offering because of this misunderstanding. My friend, who was serving as the interim bookkeeper, who's probably listening to this right now, was mortified, as was I. But I want to share something with you that I hope makes an impact on you, because what I'm going to say is probably the most important thing I've said in story time. We've been doing this almost for three years now. We formed everything we built on honor. It was honor that fueled it. Honor was the catalyst. And I determined in my heart, honor would always guide me. I would not dishonor my friend who retired from the nuclear industry and, and joined us and served willingly and, and, and joyfully. Though he may not have understood all the ins and outs of bookkeeping, he served us during a time we needed him. And I would not dishonor him by being angry with him for this misunderstanding. I would not be angry at myself for the misunderstanding in whatever part I may have had in it when I said, write a check for the offering we took for the man. I don't remember where it fell through or where it fell apart, but somewhere there was a mistake and it wasn't time for a witch hunt. It was time for to let honor have its way. So, I sat on that platform and to be really honest with you, I didn't hear a word that my friend who preached that night said. I didn't hear a word that the pastor of the church who introduced my friend who spoke said. I didn't hear a word that I said when it was my time to speak because everybody got a time to say something. 
I was completely in another world because I was trying to figure out what are we going to do and how am I going to tell my board and how am I going to tell my wife and how am I going to tell the people what just happened. One thing was for sure, I wasn't going to tell the man to give us the check back. He'd already cried. He'd already called his wife. He'd already told me that in 30 years, no one had ever honored him this way. So we decided to let honor have its way. I went home that night, told my wife, didn't sleep very much. The next morning I took my friend and his pastor to the airport. With tears in his eyes, the man of God told me how grateful he was for our hospitality and for what we did for him and said again in 30 years, no one has ever honored me this way. I'll never forget this. And I said, me neither, sir. I will never forget it. But I never told him why. Never told him, never told his wife. Uh, my friend found out because he asked me a point blank person, very prophetic individual, somebody who reads things and he just knew it. He knew it by the spirit and he said, something's wrong, isn't it? And he asked me a point blank question I could not lie to. And I told him what happened and I said, listen, I have no doubt whatsoever that come this time next week, a week from today, everything will be sorted. Everything will be fine. I don't know how it's gonna work out. Honor will always prevail and honor will make a way for us because we're gonna honor him. We're gonna honor everyone involved. So they flew away back to their state and within a week, I don't remember how, I don't know all the details, it's been a while now, not only all the money that we had given to him came back, but all of it came back, plus what he had received in his offering. We were so blessed, and we were so blessed that year, and things were set up for us that very year that he came that would be transformational for our lives. I'm still living out of the blessing of what took place as a result of, of, this, of, the, uh, of the line of events and the things that took place lined up as a result of what I believe the stance we took that day. So this was in November and then around December, it was about the middle of December towards Christmas, it was one of those years we, we'd had a rough year uh, financially in our own home, some needs, some situations. We had just bought a house in Old Saybrook, Connecticut, and there was a lot of, a lot of holes to plug and we were still getting established and no big debts or anything like that, but it was, it was tough. Christmas didn't look very good for us. I went to the mailbox one day and I saw a letter and it was a personally handwritten um, address to me. And then the address of the person was the state from which this man of God and my friend came from. And I recognized the last name, but it was a woman's name. It was the pastor's wife and she had sent this letter. And I went into my office and I opened the letter with a letter opener and I pulled out this handwritten letter. It wasn't very long, 
and a check fell out of the letter as I unfolded it. It was a check for a significant amount of money. It was a check for the amount of money that made what would have been a meager Christmas an extraordinary Christmas for our family. And the note said, and I'll never forget that, what you did for my husband honored him and honored me. It honored our family. He will never forget it, and I will never forget it. And we are deeply grateful for what you've done, and this is a small token of my appreciation for what you've done. She had sent it out of her treasury. She wrote the letter directly from her, not from the two of them. And in essence said to me that when we honored him the way we did, we did something for them that all of ministry and all the people they'd ever served and all the things they'd ever done for the kingdom had not rewarded them with. And yet we had done it by accident. We had done it inadvertently. I didn't mean to do that. We just did it. The only thing I meant to do, the only thing I did deliberately was not to take it back when we found out he had more than what came in for him, that he had the whole church's offering. And I've thought about that story so many times. There are seasons when I think about it every day. I can't tell you how much got set up for me and lined up as a result of that, that is still bringing blessing to me from every direction, financially and in many other ways. But I believe the catalyst was honor. I chose to honor my friend and not be angry with him for whatever part he may have had in the misunderstanding, I chose not to beat up myself for whatever part I had in that misunderstanding because I take responsibility as the leader. And I chose to let it be and to trust Yahweh to bring back to us what we had given to that man. And let me tell you, he brought it back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and running over according to his word because his word never fails. And I hope you got something out of this. And if you're building anything, if you build it with honor and you always honor your word and you always stand for what you believe to be honorable and honoring, honor will make a place for you. And honor will set you up in that place and present you to heaven and you will be blessed. It's part of the Abrahamic covenant. It's part of the Abrahamic blessing and we're living in it. I bless you today, my friend, in the nations that you live in, in the places where you serve, in the households that you lead and you're a part of. In the name of Yeshua, Shalom.